Hey friend, welcome to The Problem with Perfect. We are a cross-generational conversation that focuses on creating a meaningful, imperfect life through the lens of our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Each week, we will share our own experiences as recovering perfectionists or use our journalistic training to interview expert guests. We promise to be transparent and real in that each episode will leave you uplifted, encouraged, and believing you are enough. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. Hey, Robin. Just kidding. Robin's not here. It's just me. (laughs) So uh, are you going to stop listening now? Hopefully not. It is just me this week. Robin has some scheduling conflicts come up last minute. And so we're going to do a little throwback style. This is going to be like our old R&R episodes where you just get one of us. It'll be a shorter episode, but I promise you we are going to talk about something interesting you and I. So today I want to talk to you about success addiction. We're going to talk about what it is, signs to know if you have it. And then if you feel like you have it, we're going to talk about what to do about it. So why do we want to talk about this? One of the podcasts that I personally really love is called The Drive. And it's hosted by someone named Dr. Pita Atia, who is a doctor and studies longevity. So the science of well-being and living a long, happy, flourishing life. And he recently did an episode that caught my attention. It's number 226 if you want to go look it up on his podcast, but it's the science of happiness. And of course, our listeners, you all probably know that I wanted to listen because it sounds like a topic we would do on The Problem with Perfect, right? Uh, But he was interviewing a PhD, Dr. Arthur Brooks, who actually is the person who has studied this quite a bit and has become famous for the science of happiness. He has written several articles in The Atlantic, which we will reference heavily today uh, around this topic and has done a lot of research on what truly makes one happy. And one of the things that he talked about on this podcast was success addiction. And we've talked a lot about the ways that perfectionists can struggle in the past. Like we've been talking about this for three years, right? I feel like what haven't we talked about at this point? But I found this really interesting about the idea that success can be an addiction in of itself. So what is it? So this isn't a conventional medical addiction, but it is when somebody is basically addicted to being a successful person They're always chasing success and whatever that means to them. And for many people, success is addictive because praise stimulates the neurotransmitter dopamine in our brains, which is present in all addictive behaviors. So that's what it is. It's it's constantly chasing success. It's making that a pillar of your life, making it a huge priority in your life. You might be sacrificing time. You might be sacrificing other areas of your life in order to pursue success. So why is this a problem? So psychologists call this the hedonic treadmill, which actually I think we may have talked about a little bit before on this podcast. But basically what happens is if you're someone who's always chasing success, 
once you achieve whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, let's say you are trying to make a certain promotion and you get it or a certain title change and you get it, you're trying to get that certain race time, whatever it is, once you actually get that success, the satisfaction wears off almost, I lost my headphones, so I didn't know if we were still recording. So Jordan, you're going to have to cut that. Um, Once we get that success, that satisfaction wears off almost immediately And we automatically, our brains go to the next feeling of like, okay, what is next? Because now that I've achieved this, it helped. Yes. But now I'm already falling behind. I already have to do something else to be seen as successful. And this is why there's so many studies that show that people who are addicted to success are the most jealous people because we look around and it's like, it's never enough. Like we might be super rich. Let's say you live in a really nice neighborhood, but you see a house that looks even nicer and all of a sudden your house isn't enough, right? Everything that we're chasing, no matter what it is that we're doing is never enough. So this never ending quest for more and more success basically leaves people who have the success addiction completely unsatisfied and incapable of true happiness. I love this quote by a Formula One race car driver, Alex Diaz Riobiro. <laughs> I didn't say his name right. So sorry for all the people who know who I'm talking about. Um, but he said, unhappy is he who depends on success to be happy. For such a person, the end of a successful career is the end of the line. His destiny is to die of bitterness or to search for more success in other careers and go on living from success to success until he falls dead. In this case, there will not be life after success. And it's interesting if you just even do a quick Google search about celebrities who talk about being rich and famous and yet not being happy, you will find so many examples like YouTube compilations of all of these different celebrities saying that they are the most beautiful people in the world. They're the richest people in the world. They are the most admired people in the world and they all are not happy. So that's why it's a problem, right? But how do you know if you're someone who maybe is goal oriented or likes to be successful versus if you really have a success addiction. So here are a few signs of how you can tell. So the first is that you would rather be special than happy. This one is really thought provoking, in my opinion. This means that we all know what it takes to be happy right? Like it's the foundational things of finding joy in ordinary moments, having good relationships, having a feeling of being part of something bigger than yourself. For a lot of our listeners, that's their faith, family, right? Like these are the things that truly bring joy and satisfaction in life. And yet for so many of us who are perfectionists or high achievers, if we are truly honest with ourselves and look at how we spend our day and prioritize our day, we are showing that we would rather be special than happy. And it's interesting, uh, Dr. Arthur Brooks, who is a person, again, who 
writes all these articles in the Atlantic on this and is, is the thought leader behind this. He even said that he once found himself confessing to a close friend, I would prefer to be special than happy because anyone can do the things it takes to be happy, going on vacation with family, relaxing friends, but not everyone can accomplish great things. And even on this podcast that I was listening to, he was talking about how he was speaking with a very successful woman in her career who had really climbed to the top, who was extremely rich and a leader at her company, and yet she didn't really have a great relationship with her daughter. And he was talking with her and saying like, Hey, if you really want to be happy, like go retire, spend time building your relationship, try and be with your daughter. And she said, I can't do that because at the end of the day, I just want to be special. I want to show the world based on these worldly standards that I am an, I am an accomplished woman. And so I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to this over building my life on the things that are going to truly bring true happiness. And that kind of leads me to the next point of how to know if you might have a success addiction. And that is that you have a strong desire to be noticed, respected, admired, basically your own version of famous So I say your own version of famous because I think a lot of people might say, oh, I don't need to be noticed or I don't want to be famous on Instagram. I don't want to be, I'd never go on TV. I never wanted to be a movie star or a model, but maybe you're somebody who in your group of friends, you like to be seen as someone who's very intelligent or the smartest person in the room. Or maybe amongst your friends, you want to be the most successful at your work or you want to be the prettiest wife of the group, right? Like we all have, um, or maybe just me, but we all have this desire sometimes to be seen as that most successful in whatever way we want to be noticed, respected, and admired. Uh, there was a study done in 1980s by Robert Goldman who found that more than half of aspiring athletes said that they would be willing to take a drug that would kill them in five years in exchange for winning every competition they enter today. And that was from the Olympics to Miss Universe. (laughs) His research also found that up to 14% of elite performers would accept a fatal cardiovascular condition in exchange for an Olympic gold medal, which this seems crazy, right? Like who would do this? And yet we see this happening every day. We see people who are workaholics, who are so stressed out and are putting so much time and energy into their work, for example, that they end up having all these terrible health problems. We see people dropping in their fifties from heart attacks, like We all are doing this on our own levels every single day, and it's worth reflecting in our own lives to see how we're prioritizing and if we truly might be addicted to success. So if you are feeling a little bit cold out, and admittedly, when I first heard this, I was like, ooh, I could see myself fitting into this category in some ways. And there is on a spectrum, right? Like maybe you're super success addicted, Maybe you could say, I could see myself going there if I don't really prioritize my life and think carefully. Wherever you are in the spectrum, there is a way that you can move forward in a more healthy way that truly is going to bring happiness. 
And the first thing you can really do is choose a relationship over the extra things you think will make you successful. So for example, what this could look like in my life right now is really guarding my time off of work, right? Like when I am not working, making sure that I'm fully present, spending time with Mason and my family and the people who matter most to me instead of deciding to work until eight o'clock or nine o'clock if I don't need to, right? Like, of course, there'll be seasons where you're asked to work longer, but am I putting my family before my work ultimately on a daily basis? So that's kind of a first step is just really outlining your day-to-day and what you are choosing to prioritize. So the second step and the third step I'm taking straight from Dr. Arthur Brooks because um, I just think it's gold. And so we're going to talk about what he says to do if you feel like you're struggling with success addiction. So the second step is to make amends for any relationship you have compromised in the name of success. So this is hard. This is complicated. (laughs) And he was saying, you might have to say, sorry about choosing tedious board meetings, which I don't even remember now over your ballet recitals. You know, but that's not going to get the job done. He says the more effective thing to do is simply to start showing up with relationships. Actions speak louder than words, especially if your words have been fairly empty in the past. So if you're somebody who tends to not show up for your family or those relationships that truly are going to make you the most happy, his suggestion is to really just change decide to change that and start showing up for the ones in your life who really are meaningful and are going to bring you true happiness. And then the last step, again, according to Dr. Arthur Brooks, is to find the right metrics of success. So he says, in business, people often say you are what you measure. If you measure yourself by only the worldly rewards of money, power, and prestige, You'll end up spending your life running on the treadmill we talked about at the beginning of the episode. You're going to be completely comparing yourself all the time to everyone around you. And even if you have a lot or are successful, there's always going to be somebody to your left or to your right who is better than you. So you're still got to get back on that treadmill. Um, So instead, he suggests better metrics in things like faith, family, and friendships, And work can be included in that, but not work for the sake of achievement, but giving you um, work for the sake of personal meaning, feeling like you're contributing to the world. So I hope that this was helpful. Just to recap, we talked about what is success addiction, how to know if you have it, and then what to do about it. I think that it's easy to slip into habits or things that aren't going to make us ultimately successful or live a fulfilling life if we're not careful. And that's what we talk about all the time on this podcast is learning to be more intentional with your time. So that way, when that time does come and we are no longer here, we can look back and say, I really was intentional with my time and that impact that I made on this world. And oftentimes, the most important things in the end are going to be those relationships that truly matter.
So Robin, if you're listening, miss you girl. And to all of our listeners, thanks for sticking around and hearing me monologue for a few minutes, but I hope you have a great day. We are so thankful for you and we'll see you next week. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.